What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show, the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I got some Kings with me today. J5 here with special guests. I'm going to explain the special guests in a second here. So I got Cyrus here from the War Report. What's going on, Cyrus? Hello, hello, everybody. I'm glad to be back. And I have Duggar, a patron from our Patreon. So yesterday I went I went. I know what this is. Oh, my God. Don't tell me. What? <laughs> I just realized why we're here now. Oh, my God. <laughs> why are we here? Because <laughs> yesterday uh-huh. on the Discord, Justin went into the Discord uh, and put, hey, somebody pick a number, one through 100. <laughs> I picked 22. I don't know what Duggar picked, but I just realized that's how we got Chelsea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So the number was 24. Duggar got it right on the nose. <laughs> okay. And to make it fun, because you got close, you were second, actually, Cyrus, because yeah. you were 22. And I said, let me just get the, the two runner, the, let me get the winner and the runner up on the show. So that's why you guys won the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the next closest was, I think, Z, I believe. And, I, and it would have probably been maybe. Nah, I wouldn't have been. It would have been Z and somebody else. I can't remember. Because it went from like his 27 or something to like 88. And I was like, all right. <laughs> but I, uh, it was 24. So this is why you guys are on the show. Congratulations, y'all. <laughs> I'm about to go play the lotto, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I didn't realize that was <laughs> so I got picked. <laughs> so we are we are week two on, on Mills' vacation. This is the last week of his vacation. He will be back next week, but I had to do something really special. I couldn't find anyone. Well, not I couldn't find anyone, but I was just like, you know what? I want to get the patrons involved somehow uh, and, and see how to do it in an easier way. And, and, you know, you guys came through. So shout out to you two. All right. I'm, I'm looking at the numbers now. So Duggar hit it on the nose. I picked 22. Uh, DMV fan, he picked 27. And uh, Z was 28. So Yeah, it would have been Z and DMV. Um, but he got on the nose, and of course, you know, you you round back, you know, you round your numbers back on this when it's um before five. So it was 24 and 22. So that's how I got picked. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good, basic math, folks. So I had to deal with an emergency right before we got on this call uh to do the show today. My youngest dog. Okay, so it's raining really bad in LA, okay? So completely understand i have been we we they don't want to go to the bathroom okay at all so this morning literally 30 minutes ago i said i'm going to take them out right before nine o'clock when we do the show and they're going to use the bathroom they both use the bathroom they were like they had they've been holding it for a day they've been holding it they used it they did everything because they just won't go like dogs just don't like to have their paws wet like if you're a dog owner you know how tough it is when it's raining and it's been raining in california for two straight weeks now so um, I'm getting ready. I'm setting everything up, and my youngest pup, my youngest dog comes. She's not even a puppy anymore. She turned two in November. She walks up. I'm chilling. I turn my head, and she took a shit on the floor in my office. <laughs> Could even wait. And then she ran under the. She ran under the under the. And she's not the type. Like my dogs aren't the type that go to the door when they when they have to go like they have a schedule like they usually go in the morning they go afternoon and they go after they eat maybe around six o'clock and Mm -hmm. so like she usually knows like this is my time to go like i she usually never breaks that and she took a shit 
ran under the desk and was like, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. Can you hold it, big dog? <laughs> my bad, fam. I didn't mean to do that, but you know, she got, got crazy. <laughs> I literally was like, what the fuck, Ray? What the fuck? And I took her downstairs. And I and I I put her back downstairs, and she on her own said, "You know what? I I fucked up and went to her crate and and shut it and went to bed." So <laughs> at that's least what, that's at least we know dogs are self aware like that. Yeah, she she knew that she fucked up, went downstairs, ran in, she basically shut her own crate, and then was like, "All right, my bad." Roman is looking like, "What happened?" Because usually he's the one to burn her out. He's the one that snitches. If she pees on the floor <laughs> or something. He runs up. He will literally run up to us and like, like motion, like with his head to the ground. Like, look, look, oh, it wow. won't be. Oh, look, snizz, fucking snitch out, boy. Hey, he's, hey, he's, he puts, hey, he puts it, he he puts it down for the family. Okay, he lets me know. He lets me so know. So basically, so basically, he was going through it because he couldn't snitch. He was like, wait, hold on, this was this is my time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, so that's what happened right before the show. But of course, we're in a new year. We're we're rolling, Duggar. What, what are you up to, man? How how you feeling, brother? I'm I'm trying to maintain, man. I'm I'm trying to stay low key. Just uh, going through the whole, you know, new year, new me, same old bullshit. But I'm just working, chilling, watching TV, and uh, trying to not let the Lakers stress me out. Of course. Well, they they shouldn't have been stressing you out for the past couple of weeks because they are on a five game winning streak. It's been, it's been nice. It's been nice, and I've appreciated it. I know they took an L last night, but I was asleep, so it was cool. But they've been off to a good, better start. Do, what, do what, think, what are we listening? to? Wait, do you think that they took the L because you weren't watching? Maybe. Potentially. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. You know, it's an off night. They knew it was Monday, and I wasn't going to stay up to watch. They played Denver last night, and LeBron didn't even play. So it was just kind of one of those, all right, y'all do what y'all got to do. Don't get too embarrassed. I think they only lost by like nine or something like that. So it wasn't too bad, but they need to get it right. Nine, nine to me is a blowout. Really? Damn. Really? <laughs> and it's, it's a, yes. <laughs> nine to me. I, listen, if oh, I turn to a Lakers game, it's the second quarter and we down by seven, I'm cutting I'm cutting it off. I can't do it. We're going to uh, lose. I, I I'm I'm I was always I was always of the belief like 15 points. If you're down 15, you kind of get smoked. But uh, I don't know. Now that the game is like so, you know, everybody can shoot threes now. So it's just like that might not. I might have to like widen that margin a little bit more. I think you're good. I my rule the last few years honestly has been like only Golden State is like you we are down 20 and it's not over they're the only ones i give that <laughs> that great great because i've seen it too many times like i know there was there was a year it was a few years ago they were playing the clippers they were down 27 in the fourth quarter and one by 15 so i've seen it too many times with them but anyone else yeah you down 15 plus i'm changing the channel <laughs> <laughs> I, I just i can't i like i they, they stress me too much man they they stress like five game winning streak i was like all right cool you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like, I, I really can't. You know what I mean? I, I really cannot with this team. I, I don't even know if we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to make it to the playoffs, you know? 
Boo, boo, no Lakers in the playoffs. Man, I can't call it. it. Sorry, you don't even I have a call team. It. Hold on, sorry, <laughs> you don't have a team. I don't have a team. <laughs> what are you saying to me? <laughs> Whenever, whatever the game is on, I just be like, all right, I'll pick between these two. I don't, I don't have a designated team. <laughs> it saves you a lot of sanity, though. This is. <laughs> Ours is literally the Uncle Howdy of NBA fandom, bro. He just shows up <laughs> when I <laughs> when I need to, bro. But I'm, I'm very observant, bro. That's whatever he needs. You know, it do- doesn't matter. Like whatever. Like I'm, 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 I'm pretty much just gonna show up and cause chaos. I don't give a fuck. Of course. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it, it, it is it is better. Um, it, it's better to to at least be on the side of something. And, and Doug, right? I know you're a huge Laker fan, even though you're in New York, right? Yeah. So, like, I've been rooting for the Lakers since I think like 2001, and it was a combination of like every time I watch the Knicks, they lose, and yo, who is this dude in this number eight jersey? He's mad nice. Yeah. So. Between those two and, like, like everyone in New York kind of has, like, one New York team they really cling to. So mine is still the Knicks. Like, if they're good, they're good. If they lose, you just kind of expect it. Uh, and you just kind of deal with it. But so they're still in my hearts, honestly. I watch I watched them. They lost the, They lost last night, too, actually, now that I think about it. Um, lost by, like, four. And I was like, damn, these niggas. Always disappointing me. But I, I, hey, speaking of the Knicks, I was kicking down buildings last weekend. I right? like Snoop. <laughs> I heard about this. I thought you was banned in New York, bro. I was like, hey, I thought I was too, but you know what? I was walking around there like it weren't really nothing going on. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like I was really out there. You feel me? Like what? What was? What were they gonna do to me? What were they gonna do with me, bro? I was. I was in Soho. I was in Manhattan. I went up down. I went downtown. Only place I didn't go to was the Bronx in Brooklyn. I was in Queens. I was all over the place, man. I was global. <laughs> did did you did you have fun? Did you have fun at least? Is the I question. had a blast. I I did not think that I would enjoy New York as much as I did this time around, and I think it was because I really got to do it, you know, on my own. And I walked around, I explored, and I really got to see why people hustle so much in. Um, you know what I'm saying? In New York, like I, I understood it this time, if you will. That makes sense. If you people who all my friends that are like don't live in New York, they always ask me like, oh, what should I do when I get there? I'm like, just show up. And it's the one place where like fuck around and find out is kind of the way to go here. Yeah. Because like <laughs> you, I don't like they'll ask me about tourist stuff to do. And I'm like, I don't ever do any of that. I mean, you can do it if you want to. But like I would avoid it. Just if you don't got plans, this is the perfect city to be in because there's mad shit to do. So have fun, fuck around and find out. Right. No, and and I mean, as you guys saw on Twitter this weekend, me and Mills finally, finally met each other in person for the first time. I've known Mills, I think, ten years this year. I, I think, or even even eleven years, maybe. Been doing this show for five years. We never actually met in person, and. My wife was like, what was it like? And I was like, I mean, like, normal? Like, <laughs> I talked to me. <laughs> your your heart didn't flutter, bro. You have butterflies, man. I, I mean, the last barrier. No, nothing? 
the last barrier was just meeting him in person. Like it, it wasn't, it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like he talked differently. You know what I mean? Like it was just like, Oh damn, we finally met. All right. You know what I mean? So I don't know. You, you, you didn't even hit the man. Damn. He taller than I thought. Not even that. Nothing. Well, he's definitely buff, but I mean, he ain't more buff than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he's definitely not stronger than me. So I mean, I, I wasn't even, I wasn't, you know what I mean? I like it. He changed it to buff to strong. I mean, stronger from buff. He know the truth, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean, like that. That's all. I, all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just, I, I just feel as though, you know, what I'm saying, when we met, that was that was kind of just like the, oh man, we finally broke, like, breached this this milestone, in our relationship. I really wanted to like video the whole thing, but I was just so tired when I finally saw him uh, that first night I was there. I was just like, fuck mm-hmm. it, let's just. Let's just walk around the city and talk, man, because like I feel like, you know, Mills is my brother and I've known him for such a long time. But in his absence, you know what I'm saying, but being in his presence, it was actually really important. So it was it was a special moment for the show, a special moment for the culture. You know what I'm saying? And and we we went out to eat. We, we laughed. We cried. We went to manga stores. Let me tell you, man, the manga stores in New York are crazy. All right. Man, there's this big manga store that I keep seeing on TikTok. And I'm just like, Mills, you have there. to stop by for me, bro. That's where we uh, went. And, and he ain't tell me, bruh. I def. <laughs> I would have cast out something, man. Hey, we went there. It was crazy enough. But the thing is, is that I just it did not feel COVID safe. I'll say that. It was just way too bunched in and, and, and crunched all the, up. So. All, all the nerds in there. That's why. Yeah, well, yeah COVID. <laughs> COVID safety is a it's a wrap in this city, man. It's 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 you got you on your own on that one. If you wearing a mask, I'm still wearing a mask wherever I go, but we are one of few people still doing that. Oh, it, it, I definitely did not see many masks. I definitely saw many people around, you know, naked, naked faced. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's New York. You know what I'm saying? Y'all mayor was was cool with it, and and that's where it is. <laughs> Hey, well, once Biden said, damn, pandemic over. Come on, man. <laughs> the, the mask flew the fuck off, bitch. Anyway. Uh, every, every sign that said, keep a mask on. Them shits just disappeared. Them shits just vanished. <laughs> but uh, we're going to go over to Patreon. We have a Remembering the Rumble for this week that I feel like is going to be very special and important and really cool. So we're going to hop over to Patreon. We'll be right back with No Holds Barred. All right, we're back. Patreon. Had a really good segment, remembering the Rumble, New York edition. So I'll let you guys guess which Rumble we talked about there. But we're back with No Holds Barred. And of course, there's a lot of news that came out last week. Some big, some confusing, some what the fuck. But we got to start off with the, with, the, with the big news of the week. Well, I mean, it was the big news of the week until like <laughs> literally a day later something else happened. But uh, I'll, I'll start with this. Mercedes Monet made her return to wrestling the former Sasha Banks, we are we, we ended the watch. A new watch began. Mercedes watch um, debuted at New Japan's uh, Russell Kingdom event, Russell Kingdom Seventeen. Made her intentions known that she wanted to face Kyrie Hojo at uh, the the New Japan event in San Jose, Battle in the Valley, which is now sold out. Which which good for them. Um, but I mean, I want to get I guess get you guys' thoughts. I mean, when th- when this happened. I said initially initially that the reception was mixed, and then I actually got corrected, and they were like, "No, the reception is absolutely not mixed. It is absolutely negative. It was terrible." 
And I just want to get you guys' thoughts on this before I kind of get into like where I, where I felt about this whole thing uh, happening and where I think this could happen. And I'm glad we have we have Cyrus on the show because there's another big rumor about her that's, that's supposed to be happening this week. What do you guys think about the debut at Wrestle Kingdom? Um, I can't say I cared to be honest with you. Like it's it's one of those things where like I'm glad she is in some way, shape, or form back to working. Um, and I'm glad that like this at least this part of it is over. But like I knew, like I was up, I mind you, because I was like tra- I was traveling, so like I was actually up, and I was like I didn't I didn't care about it. And then I saw. I saw like some clips of it. I heard the music. I was like, what is this music? Uh, shout outs to Amp who said, who posted that she, she, it was a video of her dancing to her theme song. And now I can't get the tweet out of my head because he said she dances like Brian Pumper. And, I'm, <laughs> and now nothing, nothing is the same. But like, yeah, it wasn't really a, I'm happy for her. Like, good job. Like, you are doing whatever you want to do. But a part of me is just also like, all right, man, whatever. Like, how this is going to last until your next beef with somebody. Like, I'm not trying to be mean-spirited a bit. But, like, there's a bit of, like, a spoiled brat to it kind of way. Of, like, when you don't get your way, you're the kid that pouts. And then the parents just let you go do whatever. And then you're happy again. So, like, congrats. But... When is it? When is it gonna hit the fan? I guess is my thing. Oh, you're, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? It, and it feels like it's only it's only a matter of time before it's like, oh, Sasha's unhappy or Mercedes is unhappy, and she's taking another break. And it's like, all right. And I want to know how people gonna handle that when that happens. I agree. Uh, I spoke a little bit about it on uh, the War Report last week, and I'll just say that since it happened on Wrestle Kingdom, I did not care. Um, I, I, I am known new, like, I don't like watching new Japan. I think the product is very cold and terrible right now. So, uh, I was up trying to sleep, not watching, trying to watch Wrestle Kingdom. Um, at first the music, the presentation is kind of just like, whatever, uh, whenever she, uh, she botched her finisher, which I, I thought it was just like a little mishap. Like, I didn't think it was a botch. I just thought like Kyrie was just like, nah, you're not about to hit me with that shit. And like, kind of like reverse it a little bit. Then I saw it in slow motion and I was just like, oh, nah, nah, that, that's just trash. <laughs> Definitely botched it, bro. Um, if, if uh, Mercedes continues to be like under the, new japan umbrella and not the stardom umbrella then i really don't care right right and and i i well you know new japan owns stardom so like they're all going to be under i i feel as though it's smart like other than like the financial part of it i feel like it is smart for new japan to to pay sasha or mercedes or whatever that much money to to do what she's doing I, I do wonder if there's people in the back that are at stardom who are, you know what I'm saying? They, they've been busting their ass to like relative silence on these shows. I do wonder if they feel a type of way about, you know, him just doing that. But you also got to think about the money that she could bring and is already showing. I mean, you know, she's already yeah. showing that she, she's at least for the time being going to be selling out these shows because people want to see the new they want to see what she's going to do. You know what I'm saying? They, they want to see where she's going to where, where she's going to end up. I, I get that. But is this like 
is going to be on a New Japan product, though. So, like, I kind of don't care. Like, if if New Japan is going to be like, okay, we have Mercedes Monet, and then, like, whatever, we'll pick, like, a random stardom, like, wrestler every now and then and, like, put it on our shows, I don't – that's not going to make me want to watch, honestly. Like, I just – I know that uh, New Japan does, like, own stardom or, like, Bushi Road or whatever, but, like, let's just transition her over there because I don't want to have to sit through – any new japan match to watch her wrestle i i think that i mean i think that's really what they might do Cyrus. i think that they might have it where she I'm, does represent I'm <laughs> I'm i know i no longer care where she does represent kind of both entities where she is in stardom well i mean she's going after you know and 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 she could also be in the new japan part you know what i'm saying like she could be in both i feel like it would be smart for them to to do both but i do get it because new japan's women's division part is kind of like underdeveloped. It's an open lane. Yeah, and they and they need names. You know what I mean? And and they need and they need lanes. And I get it on, on that end. And it makes sense to that. I think that when you leave that spotlight, there's a lot of questions and a lot of doubts. And I know a lot of people are like, you know, you're being really harsh on her. But I, I honestly don't see people being any more or less harsh on her than they were on Andrade, on on Alistair on a lot of other people i i can say that there are probably people that are that are really really hard on her about it but um i i have the same questions that i have for those people you know what i mean how is this going to work outside of the sheen and the production some people they it works for them like people like mox it didn't work and he ends up flourishing better when there's less of that type of stuff you know what i mean and with mercedes sasha whatever like there she was able to work with some of the greatest talent in the world. You know what I mean? Like, no doubt about it. No question about it. Some of the greatest talent in the world. And I'm just wondering how it's going to fare where she, when she, you know what I'm saying? The, these are not matches that they practice heavily <laughs> anymore. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not facing the same people. I think that the segment that she debuted in was not the greatest. I'm willing to give nervousness a part of that. But I also felt as though the crowd didn't really react to it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just felt like they were just kind of like, eh. Like, not, not even, like, many gas or, like, a whoa. Like, I know that um, I believe that they kind of have to, like, not make noise still. But it was just like, damn, y'all can at least clap or some shit. They broke all of the rules for Osprey uh, and, and Omega. Like, I, I don't even want to hear that part. Like, people say, like, oh, they can't no. cheer. Bro, they certainly did not give a fuck during the um the Osprey Omega uh, Omega match. They fucking they were cheering and, and chanting and clapping like they gave a fuck. Like, I I I could hear a fucking pin drop when Sasha was doing that promo, and I'm wondering like they should just not have her like talk. They should just have her wrestle. Yeah, um, talking is kind of not her strongest suit, so maybe. Maybe she should be doing a lot less of that, especially like you don't have weekly television. So like y'all can just announce the match and then keep it pushing. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And and again, like it's now we have the rumor that she could potentially be showing up on AEW Dynamite this week. And that gives me even more <laughs> of a concern because as I've said on this very show, listen, man, these people and then women in that locker room, it is 
from what we know, a more contentious locker room than any women's locker room that we know of right now. Just everything that we heard in the past six months, what makes you want to go over there besides just get a bag? I need it. <laughs> like honestly, dog. Keep we going. heard we heard people getting beaten up, people hiding in stalls, uh, <laughs> fear for their lives while they're in that shit. Everybody, you know, everybody's. Uh, I hate to like say this about the women, but you know, everybody's catty. Everybody's like clicked up. So it's just like who who is gonna have your back in that locker room? Because if I you're gonna it. come in, with, if you're gonna come in with a diva shit, like I don't need nobody. I don't need to be clicked up with nobody. You're gonna get fucked. You gonna get fucked up. Like this is like it sounds like some prison shit out in that women's division, bro. I don't ever watch. Um, what's the show the Bucks do? To being the elite. Yeah, being the elite. But but if if she shows up, I need all cameras backstage documenting every single thing, and I'll tune in. I don't listen. I don't. I don't. I don't watch AEW. Shout outs to E from Black Announce Table. I'm just like him. I check in every once a month to make sure it's still trash. But if she shows up, she shows up just for all like the backstage that that we've been like that we've been hearing over the past few months. Yeah, I need to see how she handles that because yeah, she don't have. I can't think of who her friends would be. I guess it would be. I, Soraya, I, I guess her, 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 and uh, Tony Storm gonna share war stories about Charlotte. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a a, Char- a Charlotte Flair support group. Jesus yeah. Christ, I mean, Sasha, we should have did what I did. Leave thirty days after she beat you. Um, <laughs> I, one thing about it, and I, I'd make the punk comparison because you have two very, I won't say volatile, but very outspoken talent. On, in that locker room if she does come through or, and whatever deal that she does with Tony Khan and AEW. But the, the thing is, is that when Punk came in, he wanted to be a locker room leader. I have never really heard that type of conversation surrounding Sasha Banks of her being a leader of the locker room. Like, I've always kind of heard it would be mm-hmm. Becky or Bianca or, or someone else in that manner. I would wonder what she, what her purpose and goal would be in the AEW's women division. Like, I think that they have a solid women's division when they give them time. I think Jimmy Hayter is, is, is extremely talented, probably my favorite woman on that roster. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that they have more talent than a WWE. I, I just can't say that. I, it's just the proof is right there. I would um, wonder how she would be elevating it when I feel as though the, the actual talent pool is lower. Uh, I'll say this is that um... – a lot of people that come into AEW after they like come to WWE, they they either have the mindset of, you know, well, depending on where they were at the top of the card. And, you know, Sasha was on top of, uh, at the top of the card. So usually they'll come in and be like, I'm here to like, you know, kind of like elevate the next generation, blah, 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 this and that. And it's just like, I don't know if Sasha was interested in elevating a women's division, she probably wouldn't have left over a job. Uh, so <laughs> she's definitely like, She's definitely coming to take over. Oh, yeah. It, no. I don't know if that's going to fare well with a lot of people, you know, a Britt Baker. That's my thing. Like, we talked about before. Like, I'm waiting for that other shoe to drop. Like, all right, it's going to be all good. But what happens when Tony says, hey, it's time for you to take that L? And Sasha's going to be looking at, you want me to take that L to this person? <laughs> like, Tony, Tony Khan going to look at it. Hey, man, I'm going to need you to do this job. And she's going to be like, huh? And then come out with the boo-boo face and lose. Yep. Or just not show up. Um, She's not trying to lose the Brit. 
I, I can't see it. But you know what she will. So. Y'all, y'all don't you think she would. Mean. Y'all don't think she would lose to 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 Brit. No. <laughs> no. Why would she? Honestly, like I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of with her. Why would she? I I feel like I feel like with with, with that situation, it is like Brit got to eat some shit here. This is a bigger star. <laughs> but on the on the on the same accord with Brit, it's like. I was your star, and you keep bringing all these people in, Thunder Rosa, or like Sasha Banks, all these people, and it's like, how are you doing this to me? Like, it, I would, nah, I would feel way for sure. I the, the the Thunder Rosa is the how you doing this to me? Because honestly, I really don't think that Thunder Rosa was even that like fire. It was just like the story would just end at that. Like, it would just make sense for the story to end up at this point. But Thunder Rosa is not that hot. But if like Sasha comes in the room. And then be, Tony Khan goes, "Hey man, you gonna have to lose the uh, Miss Monet." I kind of hit the, I get it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hitting it. I'm not hitting the, I get it on those Thunder Rosa who can't get a reaction at all. True, true. Thunder Rosa would have to take that L. Britt Baker would probably feel like, nah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna talk shit on you, and then I'm gonna win the match. But it's like, I, just looking at the top of the card, there you got Jade, you got Britt, you got Jamie. Jade is with all the black people, so Monet's not rocking with that. Yeah, you know, you know, she she don't she don't hang out with them. She might be with the colored girls. That's how that's how Monet might feel. Yeah, they but. said it, not me. Uh, <laughs> I got the evidence it. to back up my claim. They said it, not me. But listen, man, I I even if she shows up at AEW, you're still dealing with a with a with a brand that has a women's division that not many people actually like actively care about. And this would be the same way New Japan is doing a, I, I think a very a very big message that they're trying to get people to take their women's division seriously. I know with Tony Khan, some of it is like gotcha events. I know I know a lot of it is actually gotcha events. But with New Japan, I, I I can see a lot of it being that they want to bolster their roster. But you know, I I just don't know if that is enough. I don't know if that's the signing that would be enough for people to care. If that if that makes sense. No, it does. And it's crazy because to to her credit, if she showed up and say they're like, all right, we're doing you versus Brit off the bat. Mm-hmm. Honestly, whenever that first match happens, it should be a, like a pay-per-view event. It should main event. Right. And the moment it doesn't main event, she might throw a fit. And that's a rightfully so thing because like it's going to... It would be interesting for AEW because it's going to force them to be like, you actually have someone who is arguably bigger than everyone on your roster mainstream-wise. And what are you going to do with this person? And you do have to put them in these key spots. And it's one of those things where it's like, if you don't put her in the main event, what's your real reason? Right. And their fan base is going to have to decide, like, do they care or do they not? Because if... If they don't do it, it's gonna it's their fair shot to go on another like give divas a chance type of thing if they really wanted to, but they won't because they don't care. I can't yeah. see. I, th- she would be firmly in maybe the fifth most important storyline in AEW right now if she was to enter <laughs> this. I, I, I'm just being I'm just being real. No. They're not main eventing over Mox. They're not main eventing over the Elite. They're not main eventing over MJF. They're not main eventing over who 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 would be next? Uh, Cyrus and that probably um. Uh, tag the tag titles, the tag titles, oh, yeah, the tag, tag titles. titles. Yeah, that would be that before. Um, I I'll say this. I 
like uh, just a mishmash of the two thoughts that you guys presented is that like, okay, she comes in. I think it would be a disservice if she doesn't main event at some point. Like that is, you know, this is your big, like the people that you named Justin, like, yes, they are hot, but like you got, you got Miss Monet right now where she's like molten hot lava right now. Capitalize Mm -hmm. on that. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, now your eyes are on the women's division do something with it this is like this is your time to really like start you know all the times where they said oh you know just wait on it we got something prepared blah 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 this this and that this is the time where you need to capitalize on it so it's not going to be Sasha's fault or anybody's fault when you know they still only get like 12 minutes on tv or some shit you know or they still come out at 9 20 yeah yeah no it's just it's just that tony khan just really doesn't fucking care and like this might just be another i got you vince and then he'll just you know move on to the next thing yeah i conan says something that i i um that i kind of agree with about mercedes potentially being there um he says my problem with AEW is that if you look at their past history if Monet is going to be there, it's going to be a big deal for a couple of weeks, and then they won't know what to do with her, just like they don't know what the uh, what to do with the other eighty percent of the stars that they bring in. Yes. Um, he he said he's unsure how AEW would handle them because the whole women's division is Brit, Brit, and Brit. <laughs> and yes, mm-hmm. that's and what. And, uh, and another thing that I would like to add to that is is that like Tony Khan does not know, or like even you know, since the wrestlers have the creative freedom or whatever they don't know how to tell a good story. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. don't. Like, uh, I said it last year, like, when Moxley was doing all the stupid open challenge things or whatever, and he was, like, facing a whole bunch of nobodies and losers. You know it would be great? Instead of having, you know, Moxley, you know, while we're waiting for Punk to come back, and, you know, everybody's just like, well, everybody's injured. Dog, just have one feud that lasts, like, three weeks instead of just beating up a whole bunch of losers that nobody cares about. Yeah, Tony Khan does not know how to tell a good story, and I don't think the wrestlers do either. Well, it's certainly not uh, encouraged to. <laughs> yeah, they're not. <laughs> it's certainly not encouraged to. Uh, but that that is going to be uh, that is going to be our Mercedes watch for this week. If if she shows up, hey, she's your she's your problem now, bud. Sorry, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to see how this goes. Yeah, she's she's your problem now. Uh, in, in in more positive news. Well, no, we got to get to the negative first. Vince McMahon. Where do we even start here? Oh, God. Um, where do I, we I'll start? Sh- I'll start right now with saying that everybody was kind of overreacting at like, well, even when it was just rumored last week, people were just overreacting. And then when it actually happened, people doubled down on overreacting. Um, I definitely think now that... I think now that I've been hanging out with like you and like a lot of the people in the Discord or whatever, I'm... I just like to wait for the facts to come out and the facts did come out and nobody decided to read it. No, not at all. Um, it was reported that Vince McMahon last month wanted to come back to the company in some capacity. And this week he made it happen. Um, he actually basically, he put, he pulled out his owner card. Of course he has most, the most shares here, uh, in WWE, which is a publicly traded company. He fired two of the board members and then brought on Michelle Wilson and, and George Berrios, who they fired literally like a year ago to be to replace them in the board, basically reinstating him 
uh, as the as the like the the you know one of the the key members of the board again, uh, re- regaining his ownership of the company, uh, and his reasoning being that he wants to be there as the company sells. Um, so what I'm seeing now and what I'm hearing is that the the actual sale. If they want to do that, and they do have a couple of people, and, and Vince has said that, in, in um, I believe in his press release, which he released through the Vince McMahon company, um, <laughs> he, he said that, that he's that he wants to basically usher the sale in and be the one of the the main contributing factors to it and handle the negotiations, and basically he he wants to um, sell the company and be the one that that's there to to do it. There's been a couple of companies that have been, uh, we actually talked about it last week, uh, that, that have been kind of batted around in, in terms of whether they want to buy them or not. Comcast, of course, NBC Universal, uh, Netflix, um, Amazon, uh, fucking everyone has been on, on Disney. Everyone's been rumored to buy WWE. You don't know when that's supposed to happen, but apparently it's supposed to happen within the next couple of months, if it's going to happen at all, because their TV rights deals are coming up. So right now, Vince is in, in control a sale would mean that they'd have to renegotiate whether it be public, private, um, and and really whether Vince McMahon would still have ownership of the company, which we still don't know. You know if he would be able to do that or reinstate himself into the company. It's it's a lot of stuff in the air. We don't know. I mean, a lot of people are figuring that he's doing this in order to sell the company and get back into the head of creative. He says he doesn't want Vince or, he, or Vince himself says that he doesn't want Hunter, Steph, or Nick out of their positions. He just wants to make yeah. sure the sale goes through. What, that what do you guys? Like, that uh, that quote that you just said was literally in the first press report. No, none of these journalists even put that shit out there. They didn't say this was the quote that was on the thing. They just said Vince is back. It's a hostile takeover. Blah blah blah. This and that. And it was just like, please read. <laughs> That's reading funny. is not fundamental with them. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, the the general, I guess, viewpoint from within the company is that it's business as usual. They're going forward as if, you know, it's just the, the regular stuff that's going on. And right now you, you're left with a, with a lot of questions. And I know a lot of people are like, well, Vince wants to eventually kind of, you know, weasel his way back into, um, into creative, which I feel as though it end up with more problems with the board. If he tried to do that, obviously when he stepped down, he stepped down with the, I guess like the promise that he would not try and go back into creative. He would only kind of keep his shares and, and be on the business side of things. Yeah. Um, obviously, when you, obviously when you sell a company, a lot of those things get rejiggered and, and they, they get redone. I don't know if that still stands or that still stays, but I would see that he would have a lot of leverage by saying that I was the one who helped get this sale. I want to be head of creative or would he stand on the business side? We don't know. Um, but what we do know is that the company there, they, what has been rumored is true that they are looking for a sale and he wants to be the one to do it. So by from now to June, when they, when they redo the rights deals, cause we usually find it around the summertime, that's going to be the, the, the issue here. Um, and from that, there's actually been another lawsuit or the lawsuit that they had brought up last year when he stepped down is now starting back up. Um, they, there was a, a, uh, share one of the shareholder derivative suits where, where they basically said that Vince had, um, he deceived the shareholders by basically paying the hush money and they were trying to figure out if it was through the funds of the company that mm-hmm. lawsuits now started back up because he's done this. Mm. Mm. That's like my, my initial reaction. It was like, all right, he rightfully. So he wants one more like payday, which I get like, this is a thing you built. You want to oversee that. 
But what I don't get is like for someone who is as smart as a businessman as him, how do you not see that what you have ongoing outside of this, what led you to have to step down is still lingering. So like, yeah, you want to be involved with this sale, but are you not actually messing up the money by being involved with it while having everything going on? Yeah. Just because wrestling fans as a whole don't care. And and again, like Mills has always brought up how this it's like a cognitive dissonance between what other powerful rich people do and the responses they get and how Vince McMahon did what he did. And they were still cheering him. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it, because his his character is so intertwined with his with his real personality. They think that it's a storyline. You know what I mean? Like they don't think that it's people don't think that it's real. They think that it's a joke. And but it's like you said, Duggar, it's actual real life shit that's still going on. And he is playing. He's playing with it. And I think that they could come back to bite him in his ass. Like, obviously, yes, he has the rights as the person who has the most shares anyone who expected him to just give his shares away and in 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 shame and disgrace your wallet he's not going to do that no one would ever do that especially when there's so much money put into it that's still it's still his company but the question with me comes in like why do you feel like you still need to be in creative you don't need to be in creative the show's actually better off without you like i'm having a much better time now without you we're, we're seeing people at the top that we would never see we're seeing initiatives that they're running right now that we would never see with him at, on, on top why don't you just get your money and leave? I don't know if he's going to do that. <laughs> I hope he does that. I feel like the common sense thing is to just get your check and be out. And I maybe I'm putting too much. I don't know him. None of us do. But no. I guess rather than going with the knowing Vince negative side, I'm going to go with the knowing Maybe I know Vince, but maybe hoping he got common sense thing is just like, all right, just come get the paycheck and be out. Yeah, you don't need a, to do anything else. This is a guy that flies too close to the sun often. And it, it is going to it's it's gonna be a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous kind of tightrope that he's walking in trying to stay on this company without you know what I mean? With, without like like listen, Vince, you've done everything, bro. You have done everything. <laughs> You've done it. You win. Go off into the sunset, bro. Like this, I don't feel like this is gonna. This is like when in Breaking Bad and Cyrus, you just finished this. When, uh, when he goes to uh, when 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 Walt goes into hiding and he says, "If you leave here, you will get caught." <laughs> like <laughs> the dude tells him, "If you leave here, you will get caught, and I will not be able to help you." And I feel like this he is Vince. Left. And this is Vince going out, seeing you know you know what it was you know what it is, Cyrus. It's him seeing. The, the gray matter thing on TV Ooh, and then, and yeah. then drinking and then, and then calling and, and, and <laughs> calling. <laughs> Showed up at Stephanie's house with the, with the, with the laser pointers. I'm with the laser pointer. <laughs> if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, I'm sorry. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad, I'm sorry. Guys, this is a complete spoiler for the final season. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> oh you didn't have to say it was the final season. Now they know it is the spoiler. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you should you should be watching, but this is, this is Vince in his full Walter White trying to come back and end the story on his terms. And I just don't think it's going mean, to happen the way I, it is. Well, you know, it, it might not fare out like completely in his imagination, but like if the company sells and it's the deal that he negotiated and, you know, he, uh, him and Nick Khan, they do whatever, you know, they do their special magic to get another billion dollars again. And then he's like, I'm out. 
all right, I'm going back home. Uh, send me the Zoom link. They were good. <laughs> like, I saw a lot of people were, like, overreacting, like, with him. Like, oh, he showed up at, like, uh, the headquarters or whatever. It was just like, oh, you know, maybe he was tired of the Zoom meeting, man. <laughs> My nigga meant business is done. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, that, listen, we're not going to keep the guy who, like, no matter what we say, we're not going to be able to keep the guy. Of, he, he was not effectively fired from the company. He retired yeah, he, and stepped down. Yeah. From the creative side of it you know what i mean and and that's, that's really just what he did and it'd be crazy to think that he was going to go out without a fight here i and, i just don't, i just don't think that he's going to win this fight yeah and like what like whatever the business thing that goes on that's like out of my realm i'm not a business person but like he doesn't i don't i don't knowing vince i don't see him just being like all right triple h get the fuck out of here like that that, doesn't, yeah, that mean, just doesn't seem like a thing to me you know and then uh if he makes the sale, whatever, I don't think he takes control of creative because now he's going to be making even more, like even more money doing significantly less work. Yeah. I, um, I think I saw last night, somebody said that if they sell, he makes $9 billion off of the sale. And that's why he's back. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like I know, I know a lot of people were worried about like, uh, I saw some motherfuckers say, pray, pray for the wrestlers now that Vince is back. I said, dog, please read. He's here for the money moves, bro. Like, as, 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 like a, as a wrestling fan, as a wrestling fan, I I don't really know what a board of directors is, bro. I just know they at the top. Yeah. Fight, um, a if guy the board of directors Oracle. is not in the ring, bro, I don't care. A guy named Fight Oracle was doing the numbers yesterday. And he said this was kind of like an aggressive back of the envelope scenario, meaning that he just basically was just throwing the numbers at the wall, basically through like a through like the the actual earnings through 2026 uh 27 28 that he made up basically at one $110 per share of a takeover and 88.2 million diluted shares that's 9.7 billion dollars Vince owns uh 28.7 million shares his take would be 3 billion I'm sorry it was actually 3 so Stephanie McMahon will walk away with 211 million uh, cause she owns 1.924 uh, million combined class A and class B shares. I mean, this is, this is just a complete kind of prediction, but Vince would be making in the billions if he were to cash out here. And that is why and, he and, is back. <laughs> and if that don't affect the books, then I don't really care. Yeah. Right. like it, it, and This was a way for him to get out of the business in a way that his father could not. And that is as a billionaire. Um, Regardless of how, regardless of what he did, you got to see the greed there. Obviously, that's what he wants to do. And yeah, again, money. And like I said months ago, like this is a this is a tragedy of his own doing. You know what I mean? The way that he has to go out now and kind of backdoor his way back into the company, this is something of his own doing. He fucked this up. You know what I mean? He could have went out a lot more heroically than he's going out right now. I just mm-hmm. want him to stay away from the books. Um, one more thing, and no holds barred before we jump to the shows. WrestleMania 39 breaks the all-time uh, gate for a for a WrestleMania uh, for a WrestleMania show. Uh, the previous record was 17.3 million dollars. Um, this this gate was like like 18 million, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, this is before a match has been announced, y'all. Insane. Fuck. <laughs> I, can't, I can't i can't wait to be there and then also just breaking 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 news uh aew fight forever cover art has been updated and you won't believe who's gone <laughs> 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 uh, 
I'm looking at it right now, and it's I I honestly do think it is a better cover, but uh, I just think it's hilarious because CM Punk was like at the top and in the middle of it, and now he just disappears. That's that is so sad. Wait a minute, fifty nine dollars. <laughs> they charging you what now? They charge you. Oh damn, they get they giving the last gen price. That's still too high. <laughs> when is it supposed to come out? Oh, uh, no, nobody does knows. It say, uh, does it say on the Amazon thing? Oh, on the Amazon thing, it gives the placeholder of December thirty first. Oh. That's the placeholder when they don't know yeah. what the date is. Um, I good luck <laughs> at that price point. <laughs> Good luck at that price point. I, I don't know, man. It's coming out on a lot of systems, my guys. It's coming out on PS5, Switch, PC, PS4, and Xbox Series. Listen, fellas. I'll get it that's on Game a lot Pass. Of, that's, a lot of dev, that's a lot of dev time, guys. Like, that's a lot of dev systems, and that's not a big team. Ukes is not a big team. I just worry that about their sanity. Nah, I don't. Right. Rest in piss. I, re- I remember 2K20, bro. Rest in piss, Ukes. <laughs> <laughs> also in WWE news, uh, uh, Money in the Bank was actually announced to be in the, uh, emanating from the O2 Arena in London this year. I won't be able to go for sure, but that's pretty fucking exciting. Uh, that's fire. Yeah, I'm glad the international folks get to get their pay-per-views. And, and a big one, too. And they, and, and they get yeah. to get like basically a, what we call like a big five. In uh, Money in the Bank, so man, shout out to to everyone in, in um in the UK that's going to be able to, to to go check that out. Uh, let's get into the shows, man. Let's get into it. Um, SmackDown first. Very uh, I was shocked Roman Reigns on the show. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked that he showed up. First show of the year. I I feel like they were just like, hey. Can you at least start the year? You know, would it be nice of you, young man, to come to work on the first Friday of the year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I thought it was dope. And then he had that moment with Sami Zayn. We're starting to see some cracks in the armor here between the honorary Oos and Roman Reigns. I'm, st- I'm loving the fact that, again, as soon as Jay bought in, Roman Reigns was starting to check out on Sami. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I like that um, because now it's just like you had to like Roman Reigns liked you and you had to gain favor with everybody else and now that you gain favor Roman's out and then like the people that you gain favor with doesn't have a vote yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you wasted all that time trying to be Jay Uso's friend when you could have just stayed loyal to the you know should have just said fuck it the, the tribal chief liked me and then we could keep it pushing yeah, and now he's not even a made man yet, and it's now all hinging on him being a made man if he can take care of this KO problem. We got some really good stand up, stand up from Roman here. Some some yeah. SNL from Roman, <laughs> a little, little monologue. This is acting real. Yeah, this, this little monologue from Roman here. The screaming. We we got to see Cycle Roman a little bit, and he's, you can tell that Roman is starting to break, and KO is the reason that he's starting to break. Is KO to you guys the most consistent? like opponent for Roman. I, w- I won't say he's the best, but I would say he's the one that's gotten on the Roman skin the most out of everyone else. Uh, Well, I don't know about the um, getting under the skin part, but as like a consistent rival, like him and Brock are like definitely up there. Uh, You know, I will say that. I will say, yeah, because I think more times than not, when it's him and Brock, 
they usually just save those two for like mania season. And then I know they've had like some, I think they've had like two SummerSlam matches and then like some Saudi, but usually it's like big, big season type of thing for those two where like KO, they kind of have different uh, interactions, especially like through like the last five years. Um, I know they like they got some Royal Rumble matches, but then like I know we were showing it in in the Discord, like they have like the roadblock. So they've been very much in each other's way in the past few mm-hmm. years. And I've I've I think after the pandemic is when I kind of appreciated it more of like, man, y'all really be doing this. Cause like they even have like a random cage match on SmackDown during the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. So you got you gotta give it to them there. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it, they, they have a lot of fucking matches together and they're all really, really good. I know that the Royal Rumble matches is, is, is it's, it's not going to be any different. It's going to be a fantastic match. Um, So basically, like the match is did, did you guys did, they didn't catch this. And, and I don't know if people remember this, but like Rain said, he'll give him the shot. And if and, uh, if if Owens if Owens leaves forever after he loses, but it's like. The wording was vague, and they didn't. Um, they didn't actually put this on the actual marquee for the match. That if Ro- if Owens loses, he has to leave. Did you guys catch that part? I no. remember him. I remember him like saying the quote because it, it was in his cycle. But I don't. I didn't hear about like there being like a stipulation or anything of that nature. Very very weird that they that Roman would say that without the stip. Maybe they just, they just changed course and were like, we're not trying to do title versus career. Maybe Roman might have flubbed that a little bit, but um, he did weirdly say that if Owens loses he has to leave forever I'm like leave what Smackdown or leave the company <laughs> leave him the hell alone I think yeah I think that's what it was I think it was just like I want you out of my life <laughs> type yeah. oh, of thing. that would make sense because this would push the KO and Sammy stuff away from his orbit he can focus on the rumble winner so that would make right. sense as well. probably the riddle stipulation for him that is what they need to put up there for the marquee um, we also had Kofi versus San- Santos Escobar, which I thought was really, really good. Um, I, I think Escos is getting, uh, or Escobar, I'm sorry, is getting really, really big wins. My concern is that I want him to actually have a focus at, at some point. I know they might be waiting for the Intercontinental title to get out of the logjam between the heels that has it right now and the and the babyface is probably about to get it. But um, I, w- I would love to see him in contention for a title pretty soon with all the wins that he's getting over former champions. Uh, I'm liking it so far. And then I'm noticing that um, in every match that's kind of happening, like between even SmackDown and uh, Raw, there's always a spot in the match where somebody goes over the top rope and then the wrestler goes, you see, I'm going to eliminate your ass when I see you, (laughs) (laughs) boy. And then the wrestler's face is like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you know, because Kofi did his things in this match or whatever, and Santos was, like, pissed off. And then, uh, what is it, Santos, uh, the ground hit the floor, and Kofi was like, got your ass. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I thought that was – and, again, Santos's facials are are very, very good in this match. Uh, And and Kofi's bulletproof. I mean, I, I can't think of anyone that could take a loss like that and not really lose anything. They're more focused on NXT right now anyway, so um, he could have lost this match and, and nothing would have would have came from it. Also, yeah. pretty deadly, pretty deadly showed up on WWE house shows this last weekend. So uh they they been ready, man. My my hey, I literally said this uh at the last pay-per-view. I said, why are they still here? <laughs> These <laughs> things should be on the main roster at this point. Um Emma and Mad Cat versus Karrion Cross and Scarlet. <laughs> Boy. Boy. 
Talk about wanting to flip the channel and find right. something else. I, I thought I, <laughs> I thought Scarlet. I thought Scarlet was actually really good. I thought Scarlet was actually really good. Um, I think that she should wrestle more often because she mm-hmm. she actually she looked good out there. This is really more of a showcase for her because Cross just came in there and basically squashed yeah. Moss for the win. Um, when is Ray going to be clear to to wrestle? Because <laughs> this has been Damn. teased for like months. <laughs> Yeah, Karen Cross, uh, Karen Cross, spinning his wheels right now, waiting for Ray to show up. Yeah, I I know that they wanted this to be like a big program for him, and Ray getting injured in the middle of, or in the beginning of it kind of fucked everything over. But I've seen Ray with Dom more, and they're not even on the same show than I've seen him with him and Karen. And I'm just hoping that they get they can get this match done and at least Royal Rumble, and and we can kind of see how that's gonna look. Um, Charlotte comes through. Uh, she has a, a impromptu match with with Sonya Deville. How are we feeling about Babyface Charlotte right now? Memphis was fucking with it, and so was I. <laughs> All right. Y'all love it till y'all don't love it. Whoop I mean, that trick. Whoop that trick. <laughs> I, I, I I was never – I'm not a, a big Charlotte hater. But, you know, every, when Charlotte starts really mowing down people that she probably, like, shouldn't, uh, then it'll be like, all right, what are we doing here? But for this, I loved it because I, I'm not a big fan of Sonya Deville anymore. Yeah, I've never – I've never hated Charlotte. I think the only time I've found Charlotte maybe a bit annoying, and I don't even think it was her. I think it was just, what was it, a few years ago, and, like, her and Sasha were trading the titles, like, three, three, four weeks straight on, like, every Monday Night Raw. There was a new champ, new woman's champ, and I was like, wait, what are y'all doing here? They, 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 were, uh, they were stat-padding the fuck out of Sasha on that joint. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now that she – it's one of those things where, like, you – you kind of don't when someone's around so much, you don't appreciate them until they're gone. So when she was gone, you just found your moments of like, damn, this is where they need Charlotte. So now that she's back, I'm with it. I don't know about this new music though. I think it's going I, I didn't realize she had new music until like this last episode. I was like, oh wait, they changed this. But yeah. I'm I'm all I'm all in for it. I'm with it. I I I say the same thing. Y'all love it till y'all don't. And she's beating everybody that y'all like. I like. Mean, <laughs> right, right now, she beating people I don't care about. Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for the first story to come from this because right now, Sonya Deville was just kind of just like a, "Hey man, I need I need a de rust real quick." Yeah, I, the the match was fine. Charlotte's fine. Uh, I'm I'm just I I just need the I need to see the first victim. Uh, Lacey Evans still not on SmackDown. Uh, moving on, uh, <laughs> Ricochet and Top Dollar leading to the Hit Row heel turn. I honestly don't think that they're any better as heels as they were as baby faces. What do you guys think? I I don't think anything of Hit Row at this point, honestly. Uh, I'll say this: um, I went to a WWE live event not too long ago, um, and I saw Maximum Male Models versus Hit Row. And you know who got a way bigger reaction? Maximum Maximum Male Models. models. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just... Hit Row is not working for the people. And I think now it's it's either, you know, I don't want Hit Row to get fired or whatever. Like everybody else is like, you know, doing that weird shit. But it's just like, if this heel turn doesn't work out, they need to be a main event on Hulu exclusive. Wow. Wow. I mean, he's not... He's not wrong. It's just everything about them just screams that like 
this gimmick is just a gimmick and it's not really like why are they wearing chains that look like they come from the arcade like you know the mach- the arcade machine where like you kind of have to pick it out out of a out of a bunch of other toys in there and yeah. sometimes you might get something sometimes you're not that's what it feels like it feels like they won like a bunch of tokens at dave and busters and they're like i want that chain and that's what they're wearing <laughs> like it doesn't look like they went to like a real like jeweler to get these things done and everything about them is just like it's not hitting you know and i mean good for ricochet for winning the the for, for winning that match but i think top dollar in just two minutes gave ricochet probably his worst match that he's had in like three months and oh yeah it was really bad like <laughs> it was a, it was a bad match i i i said this a couple weeks ago i still stand on it they need to break these guys up they need to break them up really? um they need they need to break them up i think they need to break them up i think Bree should should go to um i think Bree should go to nxt and bolt help bolster that women's division if she's been training with natty that much um i think top dollar should be his own person and he should have his own character um, and I think that Ashante should go back to NXT too. I, uh, I know I, I got a lot of flack in the discord for saying this, but I think, uh, Ashanti Adonis has like the most potential in hit row. He just needs to get out of hit row. Well, and you know what I say, taking him back to NXT, maybe I'm wrong for saying that he could be a good solo act. He just needs a different character yeah, or a different, or a different tag team partner. I, I, I think that there's no, we do not know their character. So them turning heel on a dime. Just because of of a, of a box, yeah. Just because of jokes is a lame is 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 lame motivation to me. I, I don't yeah. like the motivation behind it, and I felt like them bringing out Braun Strowman and then having Top Dollar run away when he's supposed to be kind of like a dominant guy buried him even more. I, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, also. Uh, what is it? Michael Cole mentioning the botch. Uh, I know it's part of the story, so they kind of have to mention it. But it's just like, you know, when like everybody's like saying a joke and then uh, a company like co-ops it or whatever, and they start using it in tweets and it's just like, ah, oh, the fun's over. Um, That's not happening with Top Dollar, bro. We still going to clown this motherfucker into the like the end of time for that botch. Yeah. And and man. and the thing is, is that this is the one moment where I think going viral actually kind of hurt him. And mm-hmm. It, it actually did kind of like hurt him a, a lot in terms of like people are not going to forget this, like you said, but also like your your skills don't match up to. Um, yeah. It doesn't make us forget. It doesn't, yeah, it's not going to make us forget because you, you're not a cold. Like Ricochet could botch, right? But we know he cold in the ring. We know he cold in the ring. Well, Osprey could, could botch. We know he cold in the ring. So that, that that's fine. Um, you know, Kenny Omega, everyone gets the benefit of the doubt. Top Dollar's not going to get the benefit of the doubt because he talks too much shit. And he he he's not as good as he thinks he is. It's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know if like if they kept them together, it's one of those things where like it and not to say that they miss swerve, because they don't miss swerve, but they I think if anything, they need someone to actually like lead them and be like an actual face of the group because it can't be them too. Yes. <laughs> like it, there needs to if they're gonna if they're gonna keep them around, there needs to be like a fourth member who is like a bonafide can get the crowd over, and they can just be like uh, Hitman or something. <laughs> that would be fine, but uh, but like since Bfab essentially doesn't do anything. Besides, like, you know, interfere or whatever, she should have been that mouthpiece for them. But, like, it's just, like, I don't think, 
either of them are equal to like lead this group. No. Yeah. Um, main event: Usos versus Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. A uh, really good, really good time. Uh, I mean, they gave him a lot of time. Really good match. My favorite spot was the one D near fall. Um, yes. That was mm-hmm. such a good near fall. Um, but there's but there's only so much they can do in these matches to make you think the Usos are going to lose. I mean, obviously it's not going to be these two, and we'll talk about it on, on Raw as well. But um, you know, Sheamus, they finally got this match over with. Uh, McIntyre should probably go take a break, maybe because you, you keep <laughs> you, you keep, keep saying you're hurt. Yeah, <laughs> then you're back. <laughs> like it, 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 I I feel like it was a great TV match. I feel like it would have really went over on a pay per view, probably a lot more if they would have saved it for a Rumble or something. I feel like it would have would have got through the point uh they actually i feel like they ended the show way too close to 10 because they had to do the viking raiders run in as a digital exclusive oh, <laughs> oh my god i even know that happened so when i saw people talking about the viking raiders like they was on the show <laughs> yeah because I think the match ended right at like 9 59 10 o'clock and i think they were the oh we went over time we'll just move the viking raiders shit to a to to after the show um i think the vikings good for them I think that this is going to be a hard-hitting feud for them if it, if it ends up being McIntyre, Sheamus, or even if it's just McIntyre and, and, and the Brutes versus them. I think mm-hmm. it, it'll it'll be extremely entertaining. Um, this should this should probably be kind of an inroads to Sheamus getting that Intercontinental title in sometime soon. I, I would imagine if the idea is this week you're actually going to have Gunther lose and you're going to make it a big deal. So um, I, I honestly feel like Gunther should be in the Royal Rumble this year. Almost definitely. Yeah, he, uh, I, I think a lot of the mid card guys should probably not have a match on the show in the Royal Rumble. Is that crazy? Yeah. No, no, you're you're right. I, I think a lot of them are needed. I think we got a deep roster, and and I think it would be it would be crazy if they did not put um, if they did not put uh, Gunther or somebody into the Royal Rumble slot. Um, but yeah, that was SmackDown. I thought it was a, it was a fun show. It was it was a really fun show. I'm not gonna lie. Let's get into uh, Monday Night Raw. We're getting into the Royal Rumble. A lot of people are saying they're going to be in the Royal Rumble, which is cool. So we got three we got three people that announced they were going to be in it this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, and Bobby Lashley. Not many women are saying they're in it so far. Uh, no, uh, didn't Ken, uh, unless they already mentioned it before, but like Candice LeRae and uh, Rhea Ripley were also just like, well, I'm going to oh, eliminate yeah. you in the Rumble. Oh, yeah. I right. think, and I think, I think on, oh, on SmackDown, Liv, Liv, I think announced she's in it. She no, didn't live and live did announce she wanted to be number one, which yeah, I wonder. Uh, wait, <laughs> yeah, I listen. Yeah, she wanted. Yeah, nah, I have. I'm gonna save my opinions on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Discord, right on Monday afternoon, a lot of us said, "Oh man, where's Baron Corbin at?" <laughs> and I call this the Discord curse because sure, fuck enough, at eight o'clock he was on my fucking TV screen. And I wanted to nuke the whole channel. Now, mind you, I want to I want to nuke the Discord often, but I wanted to nuke it extra after seeing Baron Corbin on my TV screen against Kevin Owens. It was a TV match, man. You know what you're getting with Kevin uh, with, with Corbin. You know what you're getting with Kevin Owens. Uh, this only this only was to, to serve the purpose of the Usos coming out and for them to get thrown out so that Solo could get put in the match with Dolph Ziggler. Completely random that, that they remembered that Boy. from three weeks ago. I I didn't even remember that shit from three weeks ago, but that shows you. That the continuity editor <laughs> is doing his motherfucking job. Hey, he doing his job, but he doing it wrong because I did not want to see fucking Solo Sokoa versus Dolph Ziggler. I'm not gonna lie, I did not like this episode of Raw. 
they set up they set up like three matches from that one beat down three weeks ago. I remember Adam Pierce being like, You're taking on Dolph. And I'm like, when did these two even have an issue? Like even Dolph was having his promo with Ali, and I'm like, Y'all had beef? Why yes. do I not remember this? They all, they all got beat up. And I was like, that was it's the smoke. I, I gotta hand it to them for actually remembering this and making programs for with Elias. With Dolph and with Ali, based off of that, off of off of that continuity from that beatdown. I think I just, I think I just forgot that Dolph was one of them that got their ass beat. Maybe that's what it was. I forgot Dolph was part of the group. I remember everyone else getting ass beat. I was like, wait, Dolph was there too. Dolph just be there. Yeah, he was off in the corner getting his ass, getting his ass toe down. Um, we also had Bailey versus Mia Yim. They keep calling her Mi Chen and Mia Yim. I need them to kind of like. Settle on one name so that I know what to call her weekly when we talk about her. Mm-hmm. How yeah, how has her how's her return been to to you guys? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of <laughs> like uh, I would say like kind of mixed, but I do like that she's part of the OC. Like I think that's really cool. But um, this match here was another no for me, and then like the commentators also just like. Ugh. I like that she's getting TV time. I think the big thing with a lot of the people that got re-signed here is giving them a chance on the main roster. And mm-hmm. I feel like Mia Yim wasn't given a chance. And I would say that the fact that she's facing off against the Bailey, she's with she's in the War Games matches, all that stuff, that is a net positive. That's a net positive for me. And and I think that it's I think they've done right by her in that sense. And they 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 put her on TV every single week and she's always featured. She was made to look like a real threat for Rhea Ripley. And I thought that was pretty dope. Um, they announced that Johnny Gargano has a shoulder injury. I believe it was. It was. Yeah. Um, AC. AC uh, injury, yeah. I, I'm not sure if it was a sprain or a tear or something like that, but I know it was like a shoulder. I think they said like AC sprain, I think. Yeah, may, may have been. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. Um. So Kenneth DeRay is, is there holding it down. But you also have Austin Theory. I'm gonna say it right now, man. He he is probably to me consistently one of my one of my most bright moments of the show week to week. I think that his promos are good. He fights off the what chance. He actually stopped them the what chance this week, which I thought was really impressive for somebody his age and for how long he's been there. There's it's a sign so of confidence. Many, yeah, there's so many veterans today that still can't beat it. I mean, I remember when when goddamn Damian Priest turned into da- uh, Daffy Duck when he was what. <laughs> <laughs> That what chant had him in the trenches. Dog, the what chant had him in a chokehold, dog. He was like, dog, uh, I'm not scared of anything that you guys are saying and doing. But <laughs> hey, he was sounding like uh, that on Miss TV, bro. I said, Is this man okay, bro? Yeah, crazy, bro. It, it, it was, it was, it, listen, theory, he good on the promos, man. Seth Rollins comes out. Uh, he ends up showing us that his knee was actually not hurt, which was a big conversation in our discord last week too and i was like listen guys if he had a real knee injury that match is getting stopped immediately and he's not getting chop blocked <laughs> for the finish <laughs> like that's just not <laughs> happening bro um but we also get a really good babyface promo from rollins and it leads me to wonder with the imminent and it and let me tell you it is imminent that they're going to announce that cody is coming back next week it is it is very imminent with the last part know, of this right? that they're going like- to announce it it's fine. It's, I, like I said, don't make it a surprise. If they're going to announce that he's back at Royal Rumble, I would rather them do it this way. I'm cool no. with the Triple H, with the Triple H uh, vignettes. Uh, I, 
I was just like, let's let's just get it out of the way. I just thought that that thing went like way too long, and I was just like, is this like half of a WWE 365? Like maybe <laughs> maybe we could cut this motherfucker down, man. Like that felt like a snippet of like a documentary that they have in the tanks, and I was just like, you gotta, I would prefer they would just release just just release the full documentary after the Rumble. You got to fill a TV time. You can't have the fans looking at a Titantron for 15 minutes. So <laughs> I, I get it. I, I, well, no, that, that wasn't even a 15-minute segment. It was like three minutes. But like at the end of the day, I'm worried about where Seth goes as a babyface here because I don't want him to get turned. I think that he is firmly – people want to cheer him. If you make them go back to boo him, I think that the, 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 the reverse would happen and they start booing Cody. Mm. Yeah. yeah I, that's, I don't know – when they start that over, and then my question is, whenever they do, Seth has to win. Yeah, but that that messes with everything Cody's got going on. So I, I would keep them up. I I was of the mind that they should do like a Triple H Stone Cold No Way Out one final match just to the blow off. I'm of the mind that they should keep them apart until after Mania, and then they have a title feud, babyface, babyface. John versus Brett. Like, that's where I was thinking. Because the thing is, it's like, I know people are like, oh, I don't want to see it again. Trust me, people want to see this again. This is the feud. It's the feud that could carry the show. It currently doesn't really have a true conclusion. So why wouldn't you want to see it? Exactly. Right. Then the conclusion needs to involve something that has stakes with it. And they did, if they could do three matches without stakes, they could do another three with stakes. I think it's, it's fine. You can give them stipulations. You can give them anything. These guys just work together. You know what I mean? And I think with Seth, you have to have him prove himself by beating him, but but trying to finally beat him on his own accord without underhanded tactics. Do not I, I'm I'm begging them, do not turn Seth back to a heel. Because you will have the adverse effect on Cody Rhodes' return if you do that. Do you would you want them to do like a face versus face and then like uh I know maybe Cody could work a little bit heelish because you know everything that Seth Rollins did to him. Uh, in that hell in a cell and then like uh on that monday but like at the end of the match they like shake hands or some shit i mean yeah i think that would be better off um i still got cody and seth in the final four of the rumble in my opinion but you know we'll, we'll see what that ends up at you see, also have the return of bobby lashley after a couple weeks off and the tease the further tease rather of the hurt business coming back into, into play um i'm interested i'm into it i'm into i'm into bobby not fully being into it too uh right away yeah, I I really appreciate it. Like we were talking about before, like the continuity of like Bobby being like, I ain't forget what happened. Mm-hmm. I I thought that was good. Um, the continuity of letting us know the MVP is the person that got him uh, his suspended re- suspension revoked too. Like that, I, I want to moment. I want to see. I want to see how 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 long they're able to like stretch this out. Cause like sometimes they're just quick to like, you know, get the group back together. So I'm curious to see how long they play this out, but I'm excited about it. This is where the continuity man come out. You feel me? This is, he going to do his damn thing. Absolutely. In his bag. Um, (laughs) We got, we got some stuff with Bronson Reed that I'm going to say right now. I didn't hate it. I, I, I liked it. It it was, you didn't hate it. It was odd. Why you hate it? I, I've just never this is one of those things where like I'm gonna trust WWE to just win me over. I've just never cared for him. Like I've just never 
I understood like the whole like thick boy gimmick and all that, but I've just never have cared for Bronson Reed. So when he showed up, I was just like, "Well, he didn't. Oh, okay, even, he didn't right. even do nothing here. I'll take the story here. Uh, I what the reason why I don't have a problem with this is that like you know, like Justin was gonna say, he didn't do anything yet. I think the only thing that I found really funny about like the whole thing." Uh, at the beginning of the segment is that like they're playing all old ass NXT footage. I thought right. that, like I thought that shit was hilarious though. But le- you see that Dexter Loomis was getting paid dumb, br- you know, getting paid. But uh, you know he was going to get paid dumb bread for working for the Miz, and now that position has opened. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, I'm gonna take that. Well, he did. He, he did take. It. He, yeah, did take exactly. it. he said, you know, the only time. Yeah, he said the only time you'll 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 need me is is when I uh you know is is when you pay me, and I think that that's a, that's a really really dope like you know what I'm saying a really fucking dope way for him to have a relationship with with Miz that isn't the same as Champa and isn't the same as Loomis is like I like that idea of that story and that's all you needed to do like he he's only here for the money I love him being a hitman he should be just the big hitman like Rhino used to be back in the day, um. They, and they don't have to. They don't have to say thick boy. They could say colossal again, or they could just tell, call him a hitman, or you know, a goon, enforcer, yeah. whatever fucking word that they want to use. Um, let me just skip over this Solo Sokoa shit because I never thought he was going to lose this match anyway. Um, <laughs> and let's get to PS Five is so loud. The, the ending was fire though, or at least the way he hit his finisher was fire. Oh, yeah, it was. It was, it was. Uh, Ziggler, I thought he broke himself in half. Um. Dominic Mysterio is the best part of this episode. Bar none. I don't care what anyone says. Okay. This, this kid got it. <laughs> Superstar of the year confirmed already. I, Doug, I love how Dom is truly forming his own character. Like, uh, I think we talked about it on our year end thing. Like, watching Dominic grow is absolutely amazing. The only thing that I can't stand when Dominic is around is Corey Graves on commentary. Dog. I it liked goes his. Down the, it goes down the toilet, <laughs> bro. I liked his out on bail fresh out of jail. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bar. That was a bar. That was a bar. <laughs> that uh, shit was fire. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I just think like because you know the gauntlet match kind of like went long, so like they really just like they started recycling dialogue. Like this shit was like the video. Oh yeah, game. yeah, yeah. He needed to chill out for sure. I and I think Corey does tend to do that very often where he just doesn't know when to just shut the fuck up and just talk about the match. So yeah, you're for sure. He he did uh, he did watch, do that a lot. Watch this match watch this match back and just how many times he says, Don't let Rhea Ripley hear you. Dog, your liver will be quaking, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is nuts. Um the tag team turmoil match took up it went from the Miz T V all the way into the turmoil match. So so uh, good producing there. By letting it be seamless between Dom's promo and the actual tag team turmoil match. The Judgment Day ran the gauntlet here. The most strong was this the strongest showing they've ever had? They beat every tag team in the in the, in the uh on the show. <laughs> Easily <laughs> the strongest. Even, even created doubt. And they still like they made it all the way through. Like I was just like, this is kind of crazy, bro. Dom, Dom put himself out there. I love listen. Damien's face when Dom had to do <laughs> Put Dominic in or forfeit? He's, 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 Damien said, I'll do it myself. I said, 
hit the ESTG, bro. I, I shoot it myself, bro. No, he said, I don't. He was like, no. He was like, don't let him be weak, bro. Like, not like, because Finn had, and I love the I love the story here with, of Finn hurting his ribs. This could actually play into the Usos match whenever they decide to have it. I would imagine they have this at um, Royal Rumble. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have Edge come back and Edge and, um, and Beth come back. Because I, I get, or they could have it next week on Raw. Who knows? But um, I really liked this match. I thought the main event was stronger than probably everything before it. Um, Street Profits did their thing. Babyface Alpha Academy. How about that? They actually worked. Mm-hmm. The crowd went up. And maybe it's just because they were in Alabama. I don't know. But there's just something about Otis and the worm that set the, that set that place on fire. And I didn't expect that. That yeah, shit it, had them going crazy, bruh. Bruh, they were they went fucking nuts over the caterpillar that night or, or on Monday night. And more than that, the profits once again coming up short. You gotta wonder if they if what they feel and how they feel about how they're how they're shaking out here. Uh, they've been doing the storyline with them for a while. I would love to see them pull the trigger on one way or another of a more serious, a more grounded street profits that are that are trying to get these titles because they've been kind of fucked over again by some heels. And now you have Judgment Day heel versus heel team. Something the Usos have not really done yet in their tenure as tag team champions face another heel group. This should be interesting because there's a lot of cheating they could do on either side between the mm-hmm. bloodline. So we do get our bloodline versus judgment day stuff. They have to get, they're going to get a, fe- uh, a women, uh, a female member, bruh. And this is where we get Naomi in the bloodline fellas. Don't it's you like, start. Don't you like start. Twitter, Twitter always wanted. Get me the fuck out of here. Dog. <laughs> Don't you even start that Cyrus. <laughs> Uh, I, th- I thought the right team won here. It made it made most sense because um, we've already seen profits and Usos a million times in 2022, um, and we've we've seen them pretty much kind of face off against a lot of these teams on here before. Uh, and hey, I, I like the ending. I was not very high on this episode of Raw as Cyrus. Well, I won't say I hated it, but I did feel as though we are treading water because of football, yep. <laughs> and we. And we cannot wait until February when we can really we can really get into our bag and we can start dressing. We can't wait to win or so we can really start dressing. <laughs> and and I, I, I hope that we don't have too many of these treading water episodes. We need to actually advance some things on Raw. Kevin Owens is pretty much is a SmackDown star at this point. You might get another one next week because there's definitely a playoff game Monday night. Just oh. giving you a heads up, yeah, and it's Cowboys, cooked. so you might get another oh, one next week. We yeah. are cooked. <laughs> <laughs> We're cooked. No, well, they haven't even announced anything for next week, so like, I'm interested in seeing what it is. If you did want to pop a rating, I would put that Bloodline Usos match first at, 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 in the eight o'clock slot if you wanted to pop a rating. But we'll see what they do. Um, SmackDown should be a huge show this week. We've got uh, Gunter versus Braun Strowman. We've got the continuation of the of the KO and, and Roman storyline with KO versus Sami Zayn. So we're looking at another stellar show. I'm, I think I'm willing to say right now, man, SmackDown is my favorite show to watch uh, weekly. Like, it, it, it is consistently a funny-ass show to watch. Mm-hmm. Some funny shit happens on it, and, and, I, and I really enjoy the roster there now. Oh, by far, easily. Hand, hand, hands down, my favorite show. And it, I think it's been this way. Pretty much, honestly, all of 2022 for the most part. So I don't see it not being my favorite show. But, yeah, it's definitely the best. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
Thank you guys for being on the show. I got to get you guys out of here. I know I've, I've had you for, for more than an hour. Thank you guys for, for, for popping up on the show last minute. Thank you for winning my contest, my makeshift contest. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you guys for doing that for me. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, for Duggar and Cyrus, I am Justin. We'll see you next week with the return of meals in 2023 uh, on the A Show. And uh, until then, peace out, y'all.